are Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Locked On Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and today's episode is brought to you by Spotify Greenroom. Head on over to the App Store today and download the free app that will have you connecting with sports fans around the world for free. Spotify Greenroom is a perfect way to connect with other Locked On hosts as well, and you will catch me there tomorrow evening where we can talk about the... Calgary Flames, if you will. So, coming up on today's episode, I have a heavy disclaimer uh, in regards to certain takes that have been circulating around the internet. Brett Ritchie's re-signing, what it means, and of course, Zach Hyman has now popped up on the Flames radar. Head on over to twitter.com and follow me there at Jess Belmosto. Make sure you're subscribed to the show and you will never miss an episode. So to start, today I appeared on Locked on Devils and it was just a fun episode with Trey. Trey is a fantastic guy, very funny, uh, very knowledgeable about the sport and he even calls his segment The Silly Season and we did a segment where Trey proposed a trade for Matthew Kachuk, and going into it, I didn't think that the Devils had the pieces to get it done, but I wanted to have fun with it, and you know what? Apparently, only the shock jocks on the radio can get away with hot takes and have fun because, Lord, my Twitter mentions were a mess, Trey's tweet got ratioed, and y'all were just losing your absolute mind also it wasn't like anybody that i recognized from twitter like uh, typical flames fam fans that i interact with it was mainly just people with like 14 or less followers with like an anime or somebody who isn't them as their profile picture and you know that side of twitter just isn't like for your own well-being you just have to ignore it and just laugh because like there are just trolls and i don't care i'm not a general manager trey isn't a general manager and i don't know i just felt like i needed to give a disclaimer so y'all don't think i'm a fraud or something but anyways um you know who is a fraud (laughs) brett ritchie uh today the flames announced that they re-signed the forward to a one-year nine hundred thousand dollar contract why he got a raise not entirely sure the tree living situation needs to be pinching pennies um you know, I don't really understand why he... I understand that he was resigned to meet the expansion list uh, qualifications and requirements and all that. But why not actually, like, resign someone? And I understand that, you know, Josh Levo and Derek Ryan um, are, aren't players you're going to want to protect to come expansion draft. So it doesn't really make sense to re-sign them, but also, Brett, I don't believe that they're going to, you know, do anything with Brett Ritchie. And if he goes unprotected and you know all that jazz, <laughs> he's going to be back on the second line with Monahan and Goudreau. And we saw how that went. 
people were like talking about this as if this was some sort of like awesome re-signing like a cheap steal or something brett ritchie is not an nhl player okay and a chunk of his career with dallas okay and then he was sent to the ahl and was picked up by the bruins in free agency and they tried to make him david krejci's winger just kind of like how they're doing with him on monahan's line and having that speed and size on your line is not necessarily a bad thing but the thing is is like he does not have the size i mean the speed to be competing on a top six line he drags down your second line and arguably your best player on your team so what you need to do is either figure out what to do with him with seattle or ship him to stockton because brett ritchie does not need to be in the nhl on the calgary flames taking up a roster spot okay he should not be anywhere near this he just cannot compete at the caliber of this team i you know if you actually want goal scoring you want that grit on your team you have milan lucic okay i'm sorry but he is not cut out for your team and i understand that this could just be next to nothing but brett ritchie is just not no, his average time on ice was 11 minutes and 22 seconds. And he had, I'm like just looking at his um, stats from last season on Hockey Reference, and he had 97 hits, which is huge because he only played 32 games. Actually, that's more than half the season. But you know what I'm saying? I think that if you've watched Brett Ritchie play and you watched how he dragged down that second line and even the top line, for God's sake, you know that he does not belong on this team. And I have this god-awful feeling that if things don't go the way that they're going, like, you know, we think that they're going, um, he's going to be back in that position. And unless Daryl Sutter utilizes him differently and does not put him on that roster, that line, like, anywhere in the lineup, I like, I'm not going to believe it until it happens. And I think that a lot of people are kind of on that same page as well. And... I'm just losing my absolute mind. I had an awful day today. (laughs) So to get to come here and come home after a long day and scream about Brett Ritchie being re-signed is the kind of therapy I needed. And I get it. You're not going to re-sign Josh Lebo or Derek Ryan because, you know, you want them on your team and you'd have to protect them. If you re-sign Brett Ritchie, you don't have to waste a protected spot. And... I but to give Brett Ritchie a raise for God's sakes I like I'm not saying Brett Ritchie should be making minimum wage here in the NHL but I'm saying he does not need to be making nine hundred thousand dollars okay so um Josh Levo and Derek Ryan should absolutely be seeing a raise because uh if you're going to give it to the worst of the three and you're looking to re-sign those two if I'm that agent I'm saying you give me one million dollars you give my player $1 million. Arguably, it pull up those player cards and say, Derek Ryan stabilized that, uh, that fourth line when he came back from injury. Josh Levo did what he needed to do. And what did Brett Ritchie do? Nothing. Dragged down that line. So, a case closed. Bring in the dancing lobsters. And I'm going to talk to you about... Uh, bet online ag bet online ag is your online sports betting experts they have everything you need from a to z top to bottom east to west north north to south they've got you covered uh you know 
MLB is currently in a weird position coming back from this all-star break with COVID. Uh, not really sure what's going on there, but, you know, I'm sure you can still be betting on as well as the NBA Finals. You know, just head on over there and use the promo code Locked On to earn your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Locked On Flames continues. Let's continue the discussion. Follow me on Twitter at JustBelmosto. You know, now that I've finished yelling about um, <laughs> Brett Ritchie for now, I do just kind of want to talk about the most recent buyout that hit the news today, and that's Keith Yandel, a uh, left-handed defenseman from the Florida Panthers. And he has two years left, or he had two years left on that contract, and now he can go find a new new home um he doesn't have to do waivers for i think it's because of the expansion draft or something like silly i just i don't remember why he doesn't have to clear waivers or anything um but anyways he is from massachusetts and people are just saying sign him to a league minimum so he can go to boston ah because i mean they do need some defensemen but i don't think that he will be heading to calgary As he is an older gentleman, the Flames are on the other side of the country and in an entirely different country than um, the Milton, Massachusetts native's family. So I'm assuming that he is either going to be looking for a cheap deal in Boston or somewhere on the East Coast or, uh, you know, maybe, maybe retiring. But alas, I wouldn't expect him to come to Calgary. Also, speaking of defensemen in Calgary, I have not seen any more news or updates regarding Mark Giordano's status with the team. Uh, We will keep a close eye on that as that deadline is Saturday and the transaction freeze is Saturday as well. And then that lifts on Tuesday. And again, speaking of defensemen, we got to keep talking here about defensemen. That is um, the theme of today's episode, if you will. The Flames are reportedly interested in, <laughs> in uh, sorry, Zach Hyman, which is just, it's funny to me. Okay, if you watch him on the Toronto Maple Leafs, especially during the playoffs, you know how quick that man goes into Danny Phantom mode and how quickly he just disappears and disintegrates and you just don't even notice him out on the ice. He is not going to come cheap for the Flames. He is not. I'm sorry. And I understand that the Flames are interested in him. They like his work ethic. They like his grind. They like his playing style. I, you know, I, I'm not going to sit here and complain and say that he's a bad defenseman. Is he a bad defenseman after the 82-game regular season? Yes. Almost always. And I'm pretty sure... I could be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure back in 2019, he was playing through a severe groin injury, groin or hip injury, and he, like, made it worse during the series, during the first round, and I'm sorry, I don't want somebody who is, you know, dealing with that, I don't want somebody who is, uh, you know, I don't think that he's necessarily old, but I don't think that he's a spring chicken either. I would love to see them actually go after a defenseman that can play the game and play it through the playoffs. And I just, I don't think that Hyman has 
proved himself in that aspect. But again, that is just me, and I simply am here to just talk about sports. I'm not a general manager. I don't take any of this to heart or super seriously, as we are all just kind of in speculation mode as well as uh, detective mode and sleuthing mode. But one thing I did notice was um, the... (laughs) Oh, it was Jonathan Huberto. He liked a picture of um, Keith Yandel's buyout announcement on the NHL Instagram. And people are like, oh my god, that's so shady. No, you guys, it's probably just him scrolling through Instagram and liking posts. And somebody else said that Jack Eichel uh, or Jack Eichel watch is on because he liked a picture of the NHL PA's um, post the other day of um, his him like being on the move or something. And they specifically like made it sound like he was coming to Boston. And of course, like Bruins fans are very delusional. I'm not like, let's not try to hide that. Um, but no, I don't think Jack Eichel will ever become a Bruin, at least at not this point in his career. But anyways, enough about that. <laughs> uh, Zach Hyman is not going to be a flame. I don't think that the flames have the money to spend right now. I don't think that they are really in any position to be shopping around for a heavy price tag or high price tagged defenseman or forward or any position really so um that's really that's all i have to say about that and then coming up next we're going to talk about what's currently going on around the um baseball around major league baseball in regards to covid but before we do that let me talk to you about rock auto rockauto.com is an amazing place where you can find all the parts for your car or truck no matter what you need they have it and i have a 2007 hyundai sonata and let me tell you they even have stuff for my car i am having issues with my car right now and rock auto has saved my life without having to deal with the prices of the um, storefronts in that market and dealing with people who think that you know, this is what my car needs and add it on to this and that. RockAuto.com makes it very easy to avoid the middleman and get the remarkably low price that, you know, you really feel comfortable spending. And you can head on over to RockAuto.com today and put Locked On in there. How did you hear about a section so they know that we sent you? Locked On Flames continues. Don't forget to subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. So, Um, I just kind of wanted to touch upon the MLB COVID issue right now because I am very convinced that this is going to become an issue. The hockey season starts back up. I think that we're going to see cases, uh, you know, happen again. And what's going on in baseball right now, if you don't know, uh, the All-Star break, All-Star game was earlier this week, and the Yankees kind of have another mini outbreak. And apparently these players are vaccinated or aren't vaccinated i I don't really know um, what's going on there but three players are currently in covid protocol and three are waiting on pending tests and they were supposed to play the red sox tonight and that game was canceled but then the uh 
third baseman for the Red Sox, Rafael Devers, came out and said, yeah, like I was told not to do any media because I was in contact with some of the players who are supposedly positive or in protocol. And that's also going to impact every other player who is, uh, you know, obviously came in contact with the positive and potentially positive players on the Yankees. Right now, it looks like there's no positives for the Red Sox, or if there are, they haven't been announced. But what I think this has to do with the NHL is those vaccination levels. Now, this is not me saying one way or another. All I'm saying is that cases are less severe for people who are vaccinated. And there is data that shows those who aren't getting vaccinated are having higher symptoms and they are the ones who are getting sick enough to the point where they pass away now again this is your personal decision i don't care what you do just be kind to one another i'm not a doctor i'm not a medical professional nor do i play one on tv but i do think that it's going to come down to teams really kind of pushing these vaccines or having proper protocols in place for their team once things get rolling because you're not going to be playing in the same uh, you know, kind of close-knit divisions that you were playing in this past year. You're going to be traveling. You're going to be going out places. You're going to have that little bit of freedom. But alas, is it worth it to do all of that if your team is not almost fully vaccinated? I think that the MLB has that 85% threshold. And I don't know what the, I believe the NHL is the same as well, but it might be 80 or 85 but I'm kind of, I don't, I don't know. And I understand it is a personal choice and you can do what you want to do. But this, this could cause a domino effect for the second half of the MLB season. And where the NHL is starting up in the fall, which is, you know, flu season on top of, you know, kids, their kids going back to school. So they bring home colds, they bring home strep throat, ear infections, all that. I think it's going to be really concerning to watch and I hope that everybody stays healthy and I'm hoping that the NHL has some sort of plan involved some sort of protocol for this coming season especially where it looks like things are going to be going back to how they were in 2019 and pre-pause 2020 so we'll have to see and obviously well wishes to everybody who has gotten sick and is testing positive or will test positive in the future take care of yourselves do what you need to do and of course don't forget to subscribe to locked on flames and i will catch you all later